Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 9. In this uh, rehash, we end up talking a little bit about our travels since we've been out of town for past couple of days. I've been in Florida at a memorial service for my grandfather. Victor's in California, and we start talking a little bit about that. Victor goes into exploring Cali, food and culture. We also talk a little about my first paid acting gig that I did out there, which was a lot of fun. Um, and in doing so, I kind of just vent and rant a little bit about my problems with the airline industry, both pros and cons. Uh, we Believe discussed. it or not, nothing related to United. Yeah, nothing related to United. Um, but anything that I say can pretty much be applied across the board to any airline, <laughs> particularly the one that we discussed later in the episode whatever um but yeah on this episode of uh stream of thought number nine we hope you enjoy what good enough good enough but not great it's <laughs> a good thing that we're recording this feel like I'm not going to remember half this conversation. I The last few days I've been trying to remember, like, oh, keep this in mind, because this is a, something that I want to bring up in our conversation, which we haven't done for nine or ten days. It's been way too long, man. So in I've, the, been, I've been having withdrawals. It's been, it's been bad. So in the time that we did our um, last podcast, you went to Florida... Your audio's fine, man. And I went to... <laughs> and I went to California. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because in the back of my head, I keep thinking... Look at that. Exactly. I keep thinking to myself... Your, yours could be turned down a little bit. Mine's fine. Yours could be turned down just, just a smidge. But... Fucking wavelengths. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, uh, so, what happens is I go to... California for an acting gig. Yeah. So I fly out there Thursday morning, which I go out there to, re- I get, I have a car rental and I go out there and they quote me, they give me, they tell me what's going to, going to cost. And I'm there in the hotel waiting for this. And I'm saying with some people like, trying to figure out like, what is this? Why is this taking so long to like, just get this process going? Sure enough, it's my turn. I go up, I figure out pretty quickly why it takes so long. It's because they just try and, like, give you a bunch of shit that you don't need. And they like, no, I don't, like, no. Like, I don't need this. I have insurance with my insurance provider. Okay, but you don't understand is this. Blah, blah, blah. No, what you don't understand is that your company quotes me this amount. I pay you that amount, and you give me the keys. And then I bring it back when I said I was going to bring it back. Because they're trying to say, like, oh, well, because it's at 1030. It's, like, the next business day. So, yeah, but I put that in the computer, like, when I reserve the car. So there's no reason why you should be charging me an extra $20 because you're, I'm going over a business day or some stupid thing like that. And this, he was like a kid. This guy was probably 21 or 22 years old. Mm. And I had just gotten off like a four-hour flight, you know, and I just wanted to start driving. Yeah. Anyway, I was, I, he's like, dude, he's, he was getting frustrated at me that I like didn't follow what he was saying. And I got pretty like short with him i'm like okay i don't understand like th- i just said it black and white and he's like okay sir well let me see let me see if i can like draw this out for you because uh, you're not understanding what i'm saying 
And the reason I didn't tear him apart is because he was a kid. He was probably his first job ever. Mm. Um, and he's talking about, like, insurance coverage or some shit like that. She so was like, see, what you see is, like, you're going to get charged the $20 either way. You know, would you like to, you know, so I'm just moving that $20 so that you can get the insurance coverage, $10. Some, something stupid like that. I'm like, whatever, give me the fucking keys. Get me out of here. This is worth paying an extra $20 if you can just stop talking to me and I can leave the lot right now. Um, then what happens is, the like, the next day, I'm filling up on gas because I want to return the thing half full. Yeah. I pull off the parking lot on the where the gas station is and i hear this loud like clunk and it's my car it hit the it's something weird happened it like hit the street really really hard i don't think i went over like the curb yeah part. yeah that doesn't make any sense because the tire would hit like my car was at an angle going down into the thing it was just a bad lane. yeah and so immediately i was like you know what i'm totally cool paying insurance on the car <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> And um, and then after that happened, I was like, you know what? Maybe it is a better idea just to get insurance through the rental place. And so even if you have insurance with your car insurance company, because you never want to have, like, some pain in the ass thing. Like, if it's, it happens, no. then the fucking uh, rental place deals with it. Yes. You know, I don't want to have to get have my, my insurance brought in on something that wasn't my fault. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what, uh, thank you. Um, but then also when I'm at the gas station out there, I don't know if this is all of California or just Los Angeles or just a few of the gas stations, but when I filled up my car, I scanned my credit card, select, you know, the thing, and I'm pulling on the trigger and gas isn't coming out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, gas isn't coming out. And I'm standing there saying, what the fuck? Like to myself, nobody else is there. Yeah. Um, and so I hit like cancel. It doesn't do anything. So I just put the, the thing back in the, whatever the hell it's called. And so then I reverse my car into the next pump over, use my credit card declined because for some reason, it's like I had just used it a second ago. Yep. And even though, even though it got rung up as $0. Yeah. And so when I did that, I was like, press receipt, see attendant inside. I'm like, God damn it. Yep. Like, it's just like one thing after another. So then I, I go to the next, behind me, the next pump. It's not working again. I'm like, what the hell? So I go in to see the attendant. He's like, you got to push it in. It says that it's activated. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'll try. And then I look at the 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 gasoline thing, and it's like, it looks different than the ones here. The ones here are narrower, and you just, you know how you, once you pull it off, mm-hmm. you can just pull the thing with one hand, and gasoline will just start coming out all over the place. There, yeah. it's like some, it's like technology of some sort, where you have the uh, the metal pipe coming out, and then there's this like round thing over the pipe. Okay. And then connected to it is the actual pump. So what you have to do when you put the uh, gasoline into the car, mm-hmm. it's like a safety mechanism. You have to push into it with like both hands, mm. and then pull the trigger for gas to be dispensed because you can't just pull it. It's like a weird safety yeah. mechanism, which I thought was first annoying, but then I was like a little bit intrigued by it. Interesting. Um, and I'm just going to keep ran- I have so much to just no, go for it, man. ramble and vent and just discuss. So I then show up to, um, I get to Venice 
park my car. I have some time to kill before I meet up with my friend. So I decide I'm going to go to the beach and hang out. And it was not as hot as I thought it was going to be. And there was a little bit of overcast. So I'm like walking around just like up and down. And um, I don't put on sunscreen. I don't go to the in the water because it's a little cooler. Uh, and then what happens is I spend the whole day walking up to Santa Monica Pier and back from Venice. And wow. I can feel it getting hot. And so I put on sunscreen. I already like got burned after like a half hour or so because then the sun came out but I like wasn't really paying attention and it, I, I got tricked because it's cooler so I didn't think it was going to be yeah the temperature wise yeah so I come back and like my entire left leg like where from the knee down is uh-huh. like sli- it's not a terrible burn but it was like no, a mild not. burn along my arm my shoulder and uh, I'll show you. Oh my God! Victor's taking off his shirt. No, I'm just showing. Right no, this is awesome. No one. Wow. I'm just showing you my shoulder. I'm wearing a oh, button-down wow. shirt. Okay, yeah. So like you can see, like yeah. After one day, it looks tan. Yeah. But then it was like here on the back. I mean, and then it, even that's pretty dark. Check this red. out. Even my neck. Yeah. Do you see that? Oh yeah. So it was kind of funny that just that's one, dark. that p- only part of me had gotten. Uh, I I didn't think you burned. burned. I didn't think you burned too. Yeah, easily. I can burn. I can definitely burn. Wow. And that was all over the course of how many hours? Oh, dude, this is like, uh, this is over the course of like four or five hours. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's been quite a bit of time out in the sun, man. Did you get burned at all when you were in Oh, no. Florida? I, I was indoors for pretty much the entire time. Let me hear about Florida, and then we can talk more about California, because I've just been talking and talking and talking. Florida was beautiful. The uh, The service for my grandfather was was incredible. They shoot um, guns? They did the 21-gun salute. Nice. Um, yes, he was a former Marine, so they had, it was, uh, uh, the, the chaplain read, read a beautiful prayer, uh, Family was all able to make it up. There were no complications aside from <laughs> aside from the issue we talked about nine days oh, ago. Did you have a conversation with your uncle? No, no. That, I told you that wasn't the time. I know, time but I was hoping place. that you would. No, that, just to have something to talk about. No. Oh no, but That's there's cool. there's plenty of other sh- sh- shit to talk. So about. you went. When did you leave? You were gone. Uh, we left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we left on what Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Right. Yeah, and then you came back like on Sunday. And then, yeah, yeah, came back okay, on Sunday. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I was thinking that it was this week, That's but right. I hadn't seen you since. Oh, uh, let me tell you, man. Traveling as a family. It sucks. Whew, wow. It, it brings you back to your childhood and really? all, the, all, the, all those things that you remember about both enjoying and disliking about yes. family travel. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you got a, a family funeral, uh, it feels like you go back into the sort of uh, the family... Mobile. Uh, I picked up my mom and dad and sister from the airport from because uh, they were coming back from Spain because my sister was living there or she lives there but she's back for a couple months and uh, my mom was like yeah I'm ready to get out of here like it's it's never we joke around it's never a, like a it's never a Marquez family vacation unless people start getting pissed off at each other. <laughs> So I made a joke because I went to go pick him up, but then I, I was a little bit behind because I had to let out my dog and take out the trash last Sunday, and uh, 
because she told me like be here at this time like oh sorry I'm just leaving the house right now you get to spend some extra quality time with dad and Tori (laughs) (laughs) but my mom and I both have like a very as she says a wicked sense of humor like point and laugh at somebody else like as hard as you can Uh, but then she got the uh, she got the other side of that when I was flying uh to LA on standby the flights got like really full all the, all of a sudden so she was laughing at me like what if you don't make it this and that and another I didn't care I don't mind when people laugh at me because I know that I expect that when yeah. I laugh at other people you're a good natured person that way yeah but yeah I uh, I have plenty of stuff to share about it was a crazy trip man I I'm telling you spending time with relatives that you haven't seen in a while man I have an interesting family how weird is it? I always think sometimes, like, um, you never plan to see somebody for the last time ever. Are there some family members that you saw that you'll probably, like, never see again? Oh, that's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no. I would say, like, these days, my dad's side, anyway, is pretty connected through social media. So, generally, everyone knows sort of where everyone else is, even if they're not online, per se. Yeah. There are people in the vicinity who sort of report on them. It's, okay. a, it's a very nosy, <laughs> nosy type of family. Everyone's in each other's <laughs> business. So, it, it's so interesting because I, I, told, I told certain things to certain family members, and one of them was known as the leaker. Okay. <laughs> has the nickname the leaker. Uh, and... Uh, so I'm guessing that certain things that I said to one pe- one person will make its way to ever, the rest, the, all ever, the rest of the do family. Do you ever give out pieces of fake information to see what happens? Well, no, um, I wouldn't do that. I totally would. No, it's <laughs> that's just silly because that just creates drama. In in my family, that would create. Drama. Dude, I love pulling strings. And just oh, dude! I uh, I would I'll, not last. I'll always remember the Thorsell clan. I'll Thorsell always remember Jones. one time, I was at Purdue for homecoming, and I think it was fall, twenty twelve, and it's late at night, and we came back from the bars, and I'm talking. It's a whole group of us there, and I thought to myself, like I was telling my buddy, I was like, yeah, I like to manipulate situations and just kind of play puppeteer sometimes. I go, watch this. I'm like, hey, Cox, what did you think of the presidential debate last night? And <laughs> he's like, oh, my gosh. Obama? Seriously? Because he was, like, hardcore Republican. And then, you, of course, you have, like, I don't know who it was, like a hardcore Democrat. And then within minutes, it just went, like, it just escalated so fast. And everyone was arguing with each other. And I'm just sitting there at the table drinking a beer, just laughing my ass off. Like yes, I caused this. Okay, so let me let me just <laughs> let me just stop you right there and say, I I do not respect that at all because it's not done in a subtle way. It's not done in a way that requires any effort or work. That's just one it's just like That's it's just literally one. like pulling the pin on a grenade and throwing yeah, it in your yeah, room yeah, 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 yeah. and being like, ha ha, it exploded. Versus like setting the traps, moving yes, it around, no, I laying agree. the wire. I agree. I agree. Going around behind the door. And then letting the fuse and see yeah, what happens. Like, like pulling the springs that way, like a puppeteer. That's something I respect. Yeah, just just lobbing like a stick of dynamite in there and seeing what happens. No, like I don't you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but that was just one example. That yeah. was one of my favorite uh, memories of me thinking to myself, I can change the trajectory. 
trajectory of the direction that this night is going, the last couple hours of this night. But yeah, that's easy. You just throw, yeah, like you said, a grenade in there. That's fun. But yeah, whispering, setting traps, it's just a game. It's fun. It's a game. Um, I don't do that, like, all the time, but it's just, I do mm. I do. I think there are benevolent ways to manipulate people that can be used for the betterment. That can still give you that same satisfaction that you're manipulating people, but it's for good. I did that to you on one of our podcasts, and you didn't realize it. What do you do? Um, well, actually, it wasn't, no, it wasn't necessarily that. I mean, you you got me to tell the story. It was when you got, like, it was when you got all, all upset about, uh... It was like the, when we were talking about softball or something like that. Um, I can't remember. I think it was... I didn't necessarily <laughs> okay. do... I didn't necessarily do this long-term thing, but you were, like, going in one direction, and I, like, steered you back or away... I deflected, like, your you being frustrated away from me and onto, like, another subject or something weird like that. All right. Yeah. If it works, it works, man. Um... But yeah, back to California. It's pretty awesome out there. Um, Thursday. Oh yeah, I went to on Thursday night. Um, we went out to dinner, and I had this thing called a Thai. Okay, so first of all, I think hamburgers. Nothing. If you're getting a hamburger at a restaurant, nothing really special about them, ever. I just think they're all very plain, bunch of nothingness. They Every restaurant claims they have, like, the best burger in town. And it's just, like, nothing special. Go yeah. to a cookout, I'm all about hamburgers. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I see on the menu a Thai turkey burger. I was like, okay, I'll try this because I'm mm. kind of disinterested in, like, um, just the whole hamburger thing. Yeah. Like, it's just doesn't do it for me anymore so i tried the turkey burger it was like a thai turkey burger and i just seen the dis- description ginger and lemongrass something 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 yeah. probably one of the best sandwiches i've ever had in my entire life really oh my gosh that combination of ginger and lemongrass with the turkey and like some type of aioli or something they had on it pretty delicious really yeah sim simsies that's what it was i think it was at simsy no May, I can't remember. You should find what that recipe is and do it out of cooking. I think know? it was Sims Simsies. Um, bring bring the burger back to Chicago. No, it's a very California burger for sure. You can totally taste the California <laughs> in a lot of their um, in a lot of their foods that are like totally normal foods to have. But if you're coming from out of town, like it has a very distinct and particular flavor to them. Interesting, especially anytime av- avocados involved. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. down there. I was like, did your burger have avocado? I don't know, actually. Probably. I don't think so. But anyway, I went to this comedy club. After dinner, we went to this comedy club. Oh, and at dinner, by the way, I, um... Saw someone famous. No. No, no, no. But I did tell the waiter, which, side note, uh, I'm asking for beer, and he's like, which beer do you want? And they have, like, it written on cha- a chalkboard, like, off behind the bar. I'm like, do you have anything, like, on paper? Because I'm in the back of the restaurant. He's like, no. What the... F- like, what restaurant doesn't have their beer menu on, like, a piece of paper? I have to... I had to get up. I have perfect vision, but I had to get up and go look to see what the beer was. And there was no description of the beer other than just, like, Porter Stout IPA, the name, and the alcohol content. Nothing like vanilla... 
roasted with caramel notes or something weird like that. They oh, can like kind of give you an idea of what the flavor would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was just the name, and were they like obscure names that so like yeah, dragon's they, breath they, or something that like gives that? Gives you like, absolutely no indication of what the flavor might be, other than just what it is. IPA pills or yeah, stout, blonde stout or whatever the hell. But nothing that can actually give you the description like, oh, okay, I think this would taste like this. This sounds good. So I get this stout. It's like, uh, not really, I get where it's coming from, but not really doing it for me. Um, I was comparing it to the, the nitro milk stout, which is delicious. Anyway, that was a huge tangent. But I tell the waiter, like, yeah, I actually haven't drank in six months, so I'm getting my first beer because I went six months of just not drinking. And immediately, this girl st- uh, at the table in front of us just turns her head real fast. Like, the minute I said, hey, I have not had alcohol in six months, she caught her attention real quick. Like, what? And she, like, couldn't, she couldn't believe it. So we were talking to them for a little bit. I go to this comedy club where you put your name in a hat and, like, the audience members come up and do the improv. So I was just like, hell yeah, I'm all about this. And it was a small crowd. Um... But it was a comedy club in Santa Monica. I can't remember what the name of it is. But it was downtown Santa Monica in an alley. (laughs) But I'll try and remember what it was. But it was fun. It was cool. It was cool. Um, It was weird because some people would be up and be like, I don't know what to do. Uh, It's like, so it was all my improv training. Just go out there and have fun. I knew it all. It was great. So you would say were most of them pretty amateurish? Or no, what? well, some of them I still could see. I consider myself amateur. I've only been doing this for like six months. Um, yeah, but there's a comedy club that you paid to go to, right? No, it's free. Oh, this free. Okay. part of it was free. Okay, because it was literally twelve people, and a couple. Oh, of the, okay. A couple of the people were running it. So it was like your thing. Yes. Okay. It's pretty similar. And some of the people there took improv classes there, like very beginning level improv. Gotcha. Oh. Um, so it's like you, you'd been through the ringer already and yeah, watching them experience So I'm all familiar with this. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, like D- just go out there and have fun. It's okay. And I was keeping in mind, like, the things, like the kind of guidelines of what makes good improv yeah. and stuff. So that you're not just a talking head. Oh, there's my Victor. phone. There it is. Victor! So I'm not just a talking head. I don't get why sometimes when I get a Snapchat from people, it makes the same sound as a text message, but other times it makes like this weird ring-ding-a-ling sound, which I prefer because then it lets me know it's a snap. I thought this was a text message. Well, you just go into the settings and change the I did. sound features. It's pretty easy. Dinner time, National Harbor. Selfie with the mirror. You really cannot stay off your phone. I just had to check it out. It was from Perry, so I had to look at oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, well, in that case. I always, look at, I always look at her snaps and, like, two other people, three other people, and that's about it. And only when they if send... If I started snapping, would you look at my snaps? I... That would never happen. <laughs> you would never start Snapchatting. You know me too well, man. But I really only look at it when people send me something. I don't really look at it, look at it anymore when... It's just, like, stories. I'm more on Instagram. So I go to the comedy club and had a ball and a uh, pretty good time. Cool. Well, first off, congratulations on six months without a beer. And what a better place than California to ha- to break your fast. 
No, for that was in California. I'm saying, like, what a better oh, what, oh, right, what right, a better right, place right. Yeah, than yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't think of a better place to yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know how that brain, that message got fucked up in my brain. I don't know how I got see. fucked up coming up. Yeah, no. I, um, <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, uh, I drank a beer at the restaurant. I drank a beer at Kyle's. Then we took a shot before leaving for the comedy club. Had, like, a beer or two at the comedy club. Went to this other bar and had, like, oh, we went to this one bar. We got there, and we pay, like, full price for these drinks, which is whatever. I mean, I'm there to drink. Um, and then we're like, oh, if we just would have showed up 15 minutes later, we would have paid half price for everything. So then, like, we drink our drink, and then, like, 15 minutes later, everything gets reduced to half price. Everything in the entire bar. Because wow. it was, like, 1 in the morning, I think, by then. Oh, okay. But... What? They reduce their prices at one in the morning? Yeah, everything's like half. What? I don't know. Because... That seems so... Like, no, maybe it was midnight. It was maybe midnight, because... They lower their prices as the night goes on. I mean, there was nobody in the bar. And this was a Thursday, so maybe it was just for that day. Oh, okay, okay. Because we go to the comedy club, and they're starting... They got a late start, so, like, by the time that our thing was supposed to start at 11, the previous routine or whatever was going on had just started. So we went to a bar down the street, and then we came back like a half hour, 45 minutes later. And we were at the bar down the street, and I made up a dart game. We made up a dart game. Really? It's really fun. So this is how it goes. Okay. So you just, you take the darts, and your objective is to one time at least, because you know how the dart board is? It's black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white. Uh, or this one was at least mm-hmm. you know each triangle that comes down like this point of the bullseye is one it's every other color yeah. black and white yeah and then you have the inner and outer ring that's yep. green and red green red green red green red so the objective was you had to at least hit hit one that was white hit one that was black hit one inside of the circle mm. hit one on the outer circle mm-hmm. hit a green hit a red Okay. So you could theoretically hit inside, get the get the inner circle, yeah. and hit white. But that dart, you had to say if you wanted to count it towards being white or mm-hmm. count it towards being on the inner circle. You couldn't kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if you if you uh, hit hit the actual um, ring, you know the green, red, green, red, green, red. Obviously, that's a green or that's a red. Yeah. But then you can hit the outside circle. You know, but then if you hit the outside circle, it would have to be either black or white or outer. Like, there's certain ways you can play it. And then what happened was, um, Kyle tied me, because I, I got all mine, and then he had to throw, like, he had to get, like, two of his three shots. He how, had to, quick, how quickly was did this game go? Was oh, it's pretty, real like, quick. I mean, we're, yeah, we didn't want to put any effort into thinking. Okay. Um, so we tie it up, because it's, like, six and six now. We each hit one of those points. So then we we're I wasn't expecting this. So like, oh, now we've made up overtime rules. And the overtime rules were um, whoever you throw, I think, one at a time, three times. And those, whatever numbers those are added up, <coughs> um, wins the game or something weird like that. I don't know. So like a typical really... round of darts at the end <laughs> well, <laughs> to break the tie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We didn't feel like doing a bunch of adding up. I can't. There was one other thing, but I can't remember what it was. 
But anyway, yeah, it was a good time. And then Friday, I I was actually at the beach, properly protected by the sun. Um, then I explored again, just like Hollywood, and so much traffic. So Damn. much traffic. Did you? What was what was your vibe with the people while you were there? Oh, everyone's real cool there. I went to this place called Sky Bar, which I wanted to check out. Totally got caught off guard by the vibe that was there. It was just like, uh, they were playing like real, there was a DJ and they were playing like real heavy like lounge music. Mm. And everyone there was, looked, looked like, not like Jersey Shore type, but they were, they were all... I don't know how to describe it. It was weird. It was a weird vibe. I, I left right away because I was hungry and they didn't have food there. Well, they hardly have food there, but like I just felt weird and uncomfortable there being by myself because it was like a real loungy, chill, okay. like, like over-the-top, the, over chill vibe, if that makes any sense, in the middle of the afternoon. Okay. And I didn't want to drink because I drank the night before. I just wanted to sit and chill out, Yeah. which ended up being a good thing. I checked it out because I wanted to be at least go there and see it which I did and uh but then I drove down the street and hit up In-N-Out Burger which is like the best In-N-Out Burger is so good I've heard it's great dude it's really really great and uh yeah and then I did my bit for my well I shouldn't say bit but I did my routine for the acting gig which was for show I was um, a little apprehensive I think I'm not supposed to talk I think he said don't talk about it until it goes on the air so I won't but I'll let you know you can see it it was a lot of fun it was really really cool this wasn't while you were in California this was while this this is why I went to California oh okay so to be discussed after things or whatever yeah okay uh it was for a web series it was for a web series and it was improvised so it wasn't like I had memorized lines, and I we yeah. shot it for like about forty five minutes, maybe. Okay. I mean, it was shot for about maybe fifteen or twenty minutes. It took up about forty five minutes of my time. Yeah. Um, it was improvised, and I got put in handcuffs and put in a car. So that was pretty cool. Awesome. Real handcuffs. Yeah, real handcuffs. Damn. Yeah. I'll show you the. Yeah, uh, lucky this wasn't a scam. I'll show you the. Uh, the link when we're done here. Um, but it's cool. Was we, it... Wh- where was it at? Was it... This was at Winchell's Donuts, uh, just a few blocks south of... This is in Hollywood. Just a few blocks south of Vine and Sunset. Wow, Actually, you, one you block are south so of Vine precise. Whenever I ask you, like, locations, you, like, give me the name, yeah. the street address, like, the hours they're open, they're, like, staff <laughs> names... No, okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's where it was. Very thorough. It was in Hollywood. It's good. On Vine, one block south of Winchell and... Or, yes, uh, we, of, co- uh, we covered Vine this already. Sunset, yeah. 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 We covered <laughs> this already. We got it. Okay, All right, cool. Moving on. Yeah. And, okay, 13, 16, so, so it, was just, it was just... I think it was, it's the address. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so it was at a donut shop? Yeah, it was in the parking lot. It was in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. And then I, right after that, I left for the airport, um, 
which my only thing was like, crap, I should have back went just back up to because by now the sun is down. Yeah. Because um, we started at eight thirty when the sun was going down. I was like, shit, I should have just drove back down Sunset to see it all lit up. Oh, driving down Sunset yeah. when it's all lit up is really cool. You see, like, Laugh Factory, uh, Chateau uh, Marmont, or whatever the hell that hotel is. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, Whiskey a Go-Go and a few other places that are pretty cool. It's just cool driving down there, because that's a spot where it's, like, happening. Yeah. Um, get to the airport for an 11.45 p.m. flight. Get on the plane by a miracle because I was flying standby and there was a bunch of people in front of me that happened to get on and other people didn't show up. And so by a stroke of luck, I happened to be able to get on that flight. Otherwise, I would have taken a flight at one fifteen in the morning. Yeah. If I didn't get on that one, the next flight would have been at 6 o'clock this morning. So oh, man. I get on the 11.45 flight last night, which... I was when you were walking out of your house. I was telling your parents, it doesn't feel like it was last night. It felt like it was yeah, some crazy. time behind me. I can't explain when. Yeah, um, totally. Because then I'm on the airplane and we landed in Chicago at like 6 a.m. local time because we <sighs> jumped two hours. That's right. And uh, it again, I knew it was today that I got picked up from the airport, but it felt like it was the other day. Oh my goodness. Um, and of course. I'm in the middle seat in coach, and, uh, and okay, so first of all, I, I'm the last person on the plane, because I'm flying standby, there's one seat left, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, excuse me, he was, he's like, oh, okay, uh, he does one of these. He sits there, he moves, but he doesn't move, he does... Yeah, where it's like... Really? A- You're sitting in the aisle, you can't just get up and let me go in? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyway, he's like, can you get by? Yeah, I can get by. Thanks. Sit down. And, of course, the two guys next to me, both of them, oh, yeah. they, like, know each other or something. Oh. They both have their elbows yeah. on the thing. Everything yeah. I do, everything <laughs> I do, my elbows are connected to my ribs. All yeah. of this, I'm putting stuff in my, I'm putting stuff in my pockets, like, with my elbows literally glued to my, glued to my side. Oh my and I'm just God. doing everything. It kind of, the imagery that I have of myself, if someone saw me, it would be as if I had my hands behind my back and somebody else had their arms through my, um, was like, you ever see... I'm thinking like a Tyrannosaurus No, 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 but... Just like... But you know, you ever see how sometimes just the obscurity, like on whose line anyway, when someone has their arms like this and someone else has their arms through them, they're they're mouthing and the other person's like being their arms. Like, my arms are just kind of going all over the place, (laughs) all weird and stuff. And I, both people next to me are sleeping on the plane. I don't oh get, I don't get how people can sleep I on the plane. They're not plane. snoring. I love just it. sleeping. I love sleeping. I can't sleep on a plane. I, I can always, as soon as acceleration. Just Dude, but you like, get well, you wake up feeling well rested. Oh, so well rested. Dude, that I fucking love never it. happens to me. Oh my goodness. It's so relaxing for me. Dude, I think it's I the white noise of the airplane. I can't do it. I sit there. And what happens and just is the vibrations. You're just what happens oh, is I sleep. Me to sleep, man. What happens is I baby. I sleep, but I don't get any rest. Mm. So I'll be asleep, and then my eyes will wake up, and it won't feel. I feel worse than I did when I closed my eyes. Mm. It's just so awkward. Yeah. I wake up, and it's like I see my phone, and it's like three twenty-two a.m which means we should be landing pretty close. And the whole time, I'm almost going nuts, stand, sitting there like, 
I gotta go. I just gotta lie down. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I just gotta lie down. Yeah. And when they're like, prepare for landing, I'm like, yes. They land like a half hour later. Yep. Like, Jump the gun a little early on that one. Oh, yeah. Captain. Yeah. It's always a half an hour and ahead of time. Anyway, yeah. we get up, we go. I hit the bed. I go to bed for like three hours, then I got up and went to class. Um, and I'm still like a little bit dazed by the jet lag. If you want to call it jet lag, yeah. Only mm-hmm. a couple hours difference, but flying the red eye. Yeah. And I'm driving to Chicago for uh, my class at Second City, and I'm looking at the signs, and I came real close to going on 294 North to go to the airport. Like, my mind was like, oh, gotta yeah. go to the airport. It's like, oh, shit, no, 290 East. Oh, okay, that was close. So my airline story coming back from, well, go, going out there was fine. We had, I can't believe it's been over half hour already. Wow. I know. Um, so heading, heading out to Florida... It was fine. They the pilot said there's going to be some turbulence and all that, and there were some clouds. And love turbulence. Did. My brother and I would get so pumped for turbulence, yeah, all the time. And we would. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of turbulence. I love it. That's. I'm not. I don't like roller coasters though. So. Yeah. Continue. I mean, there's something about that. But he said there would be turbulence. But he navigated us through it just so well. He was like the most awesome pilot and all that. Um, going back, nothing pilot related, but. I don't realize, none of us, the whole family, my dad's the only one who knows this, but none of us realize it's not a direct flight. It's a, it's a connecting flight. To where? It goes through Birmingham, Alabama first. Oh, that's right. And I sent you guys a text Wait a minute. When I left. You didn't know that? No, we didn't. Because at the gate, they say this airplane is going to Birmingham. Like, they'll no, say- no, no. I mean, we knew when we got to the airport because we're like, why is this going to take us four hours to get there? And it's like, because it's not a direct flight. Oh, once you got to the airport, then you realized... Because, no, I mean, he had the tickets. He, yeah. No, none of us had the tickets got it, got for it, the family. Got it, got he had got purchased it, okay, family okay, tickets okay. and not informed any of us that it was a connecting flight. Yeah. So we didn't know it was going to be... I think it ended up being like four and a half hours. That is this is coming back home? Getting coming back home. Okay, okay. So it was like, as opposed to taking two hours. Yeah. So, and we're all pretty exhausted mm-hmm. from dealing with everything in, in Florida. So... The trip to Birmingham, it's half flight full, if that. Everyone has, you know, plenty of seats. Right, I got And my dad and I get to the, uh, my dad, for whatever reason, oh, he loves the extra, extra reg, leg room in the, the emergency, emergency aisle. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, is that right? Sorry, I'm totally, like, I'm still half out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the emergency aisle, it's, yeah. It is the emergency aisle. Emergency is, like, when stuff goes wrong and you have to survive in case you forgot what that is and (laughs) and so i take the seat ahead where they don't it's only the two seat one it's there's no seat next to the door itself oh really i've never seen that before i've never seen that either but there was no door there so i'm like cool only one seat next to me also there's a bunch of space between your seat and the door yeah that's cool and so we get to birmingham and they're like it's gonna be a pretty full flight and i'm just like shit like, I gotta, you know, share some uh, seat, likely. I, I enjoyed the, the Florida flight, not yeah. having to worry anything next to me. Then, the stewardess, who's been super nice the whole time, she's like, smiling all that uh, to my dad, and, uh, yeah. because she, she knows we're connecting to, to Chicago. Um, she steps in to the, the one seat next to me as everyone's filing in, so no one's taking that seat. And so oh, I'm like, nice. winner! Yeah. All right! This That's is, like... awesome. Ma'am, you are just... Awesome. Uh, but it turns out that the very last guy who walks in 
wanted that emergency seat and asked her. There this was is still, on Southwest. This you is on Southwest. Yeah, okay. you can pick your seats. And uh, there were other seats throughout the whole plane, but he asked her to move so that he could sit there. This guy. Oh like my god! Three fifty or something he, or what? He took up twenty percent of my seat. I'm dead serious. <laughs> like with no compunction and fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> no compunction, just literally like yeah, just, like his blob just hanging yeah. over. No, com- like not not even trying. And then his arms, of course, like maximum extension. And I'm just he's like, like sweating are while you he's sleeping. Effing kidding me! <laughs> and at, it was at that point in time. I know this is horrible, but you just lost it. I realized I hadn't worn deodorant. Oh, you hadn't warned you yet? It had been a full fucking day. So I'm just like, let those puppies breathe. Yeah, wow. like, I don't give a shit yeah. right now. And, uh, but it didn't matter because um, he was asleep and didn't wake up. So I, uh, it was, and then by the end of it, I was sick. <laughs> I was like, I was actually feeling sick. Um, I, I developed a cold at that point. We flew, Not on um, the flight, but. We flew southwest. Oh, shit, so you were at Midway. In Florida, yeah. Fucking Midway. I hate that place, too. I love Midway. Midway's so, let best. me go on another rant. Oh, my God. So, a couple of years ago, I go with Drew to um, Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. And we were flying Southwest Airlines, and we go to Midway. Yeah. First and last time I will ever fly in Midway and Southwest. And I'll tell you why. Uh, first of all, it's a pain in the ass to get to Midway Airport. There's no easy way to get there, and it takes forever. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean there's no easy way to get there? Like, it's just... They're equal, equidistant. We're equidistant from O'Hare and it's Midway. It's just a pain. When did you go there? Like, at 4.30 in the morning? Uh... Or something like that? No. Okay. No. It wasn't, it wasn't during rush hour. I just don't like it. Um, I feel at home at the... At O'Hare. Because it's a lot bigger and there's more going on and there's a faster tempo and people have their shit together. When I was at Midway, it's just like weird and small. I didn't have a lot of options for where I wanted to eat. Like the security process wasn't as quick as what I'm used to. Like it just seemed like they didn't have their shit together. Is what they it got like. rid of the McDonald's at Midway. That was that's been there for as long as I can remember. The, there's the McDonald's terminal terminal B. They got rid of it. It's not there anymore. That's like a huge deal. There's no there's no uh, fast food places there anymore. Oh, they here's got, my point even further. They got Shitty rid of, place to go to. I mean, they have like Dunkin' Donuts, I guess, but th- they don't have they don't have any like Taco Bell or McDonald's or anything like that anymore. They replaced it with uh, two home home run in pieces. Yeah, I feel like that is a place. Like, it's just a chump airport, is what it is. I can talk shit about Midway all day long. I'm really disappointed with um, them getting rid of McDonald's because it eliminated O'Hare would the, never get the rid low, of McDonald's. the low or, or cost Starbucks. food. Oh, yeah. Even if it's crap food, like I don't want to pay seven dollars for a five inch, four inch pizza. Like, yeah. Let me is, start talking shit about Southwest. Um, so why? here's my deal with Southwest. I will defend Southwest with tooth and nail, my friend. It's pretty easy. One, they don't have a first class cabin, do they? Do they, do they first class? Why the hell do they need a first class cabin? Why do you need a first class cabin? Why wouldn't you? Are you kidding me? Are you a fucking elitist? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? You're a fucking elitist? I did say with some attitude, I was like, I had to sit in the middle seat in coach. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Because it's just, you. I like to be comfortable. I don't want to be squished. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
I want I want to be served. I want to get a drink before the flight. So um, you travel first class all the time? No, not all the time when I can, for sure. I will, I will for sure pay that premium to be first class. Wow. Being coach. You're just me? spoiled. No, dude. It's I want that. Like, I don't... Yeah, that's like, what a spoiled person no, says. No, 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 no. So... Everyone's friendlier on Southwest. That is unequivocally I true. will say the pilot had some good character. He made some jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's the other thing with Southwest. Tell me. When I show up to the, like, I just want, I already, I just want to have a seat. I don't want to have to, like, rush to stand in line to pick my seat you first. You don't rush thing. to stand in line. Are you, have you ever traveled on Southwest before? Yeah, I have. There's no, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you, so you, okay, this is what happened. Like, when I was there, it just, when I was there, I, it felt like I had to shuffle myself along so that I wouldn't get Between stuck the, with, like, a window seat or a middle seat or somewhere, like... But, no, you have your you have your number already. You, soon, when you enter the airport, you're, you've already been issued exact number. seat number. No, you don't need to be issued that because you're issued the number in which you board, and then you get whatever seat you get... Uh, yeah, I'd rather just board. pick my seat. Why does it matter? Wait, it's yeah, exactly, yeah, you, you get to pick your seat. No, like, I With want to, Southwest. I want to... Whatever seat's open. I want to be able to, and granted, standby, you don't have that... Like, lu- dude, wouldn't you... Standby, wouldn't you don't have that luxury, but think that's... Think of it a, this way, think of it this way, though. In, when you get to choose your seat when you enter the plane, say the seat that you would be assigned has a screaming baby next to it. On Southwest, you see that screaming baby, you're not going to choose that seat, you're going to move somewhere else in the plane. That's the beauty of Southwest, like... And there's a great feature for extra, it's $20 now, but for an extra $20, early bird check-in, which means you're one of the first uh, 15 people on, you get one of the first 15 seats. You can sit anywhere, first row, if you want. All the legroom in the world. Screaming babies aren't welcome in first class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's why. No, here's why. the screen. Here's why. Here's why. With this that is little why. curtain Listen, that they have. Here's why. Because growing up we would sometimes fly first class because there would be seats available and it wouldn't really cost a whole lot more to just fly first class since my mom worked for the airlines. Yeah. So as a kid, I would get first class sometimes and I would just, <laughs> it, I just become yeah. accustomed, accustomed yeah. to like being in like a bigger seat, more leg space, get it like having more, having more attention, <laughs> yeah. not having to pay for alcohol. Um, getting a nice little, uh, a nice little dish of, this is going to sound funny, but uh, a nice little dish of some hot, salty nuts, <laughs> you know, yeah, just hold those, to eat before yeah, you just, get the little towel yeah. to just kind of pat on your face and neck. That's before, like so homoerotic. Eating, just keep going. You know? This is, uh, <laughs> this is a great way to, to wrap it up. It's just when you trust me, dude, when you go first class a few times, coach just fucking sucks. I have no desire to go first class. It would feel you're weird missing to me. out, dude. It feel it would feel uncomfortable to me. However, though, I will say this: riding for me, and this will probably make a lot more sense. But for me, having an aisle seat in coach is such a huge difference than me being in the middle seat or the window seat. Like I'm like in a bad seat. mood almost. Window sometimes. seat, you can sleep rest your head against I don't really have that huge of a problem with coach I just like to bitch at stuff sometimes yeah I understand I think um, it was because of my most recent experience I was just like in the middle between two people and like the arms on the head re- or on, on the 
Oh, yeah. No, that's like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Another time, like, when I was going to Brazil, there was just this baby that was just screaming its head off. I don't know what the laws are, but when I become a parent, I am totally going to just take my hand and cover the baby's mouth. They can still breathe through their nose. Yes? Like, yeah. Or is that, like, abuse? I mean, you'd have to research it. I mean, I think that it'd be frowned upon at the very best. I disagree. I mean, it's it's really I don't know, man. When you have a kid and you try to travel, tell me tell me how that goes because uh, <laughs> that's gonna the, be the um, the nerdist episode with Will Ferrell when he it's like Will Ferrell returns. He talks about oh like, yeah, I gotta listen to that. He yet. talks about don't how ruin it for me. Uh, no, I'll just he All talks right. about how his kids he wants to he's like he pretty much says. Like, how do you go about, you know, raising your children? I want to have, I want to let them have cool stuff and cool experiences, but I don't want to turn, I don't want them to turn into douchebags. <laughs> like that, he he said that he before, brought him yeah. to like a USC football game, and they're like, Dad, when when are we going into the into like the suites? Like, no, we don't have any suites. There's no suites here. It's an old building. Like, there's no skybox or anything. No, okay. Cool. No, but when are we going? Like, so they become accustomed, like, oh, you just go in the suite. Like, that's a normal thing to do. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, yeah. Are, we're just in the re- regular person seats. Because I think he intentionally got, like, seats in the way, way, way back row or something weird like that. Yeah. But I thought of that going back to, like, if I'm ever in a position where I can just fly private, I so would. Because I'm so over the bullshit that happens sometimes at the airports. But at the same time, I wouldn't yeah. want my kids to have that ex- that have that be like a regular thing. Like I do want them to go through the bullshit of the airport and just like life. But I do not mm. want to experience that because at, you have. Their, at their side. Like yes. I don't want to go through the airport with like six kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but at the same time, I don't want to be regularly bringing them onto like a private jet type thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But then. Chris Hardwick was like, I think, you know, the easiest way to accept that is just like, they're living, they're growing up in a different world than you, and all you can do is all you can do, or something like that. Um, but yeah, that was pretty good. That's true. Well, I know I still have a, a ton of stuff to say, but yeah. we're, we're nearing 50 minutes, so we I, might have to make this a two-parter. Yeah, this will be a two-parter. Let's, uh, this will be part one of uh, our travel section. Travels. Tra- ad- adven- yeah, travel adventures. Adventures and travels. Adventures and travels. Yeah. Part one. Um, <laughs> and with that, I say, that's a wrap. Wow, you just keep getting more and more creative. I was. I think of some of them in my off time. Like I start writing these down. If I can really come up with a different sign-off for every single episode. Maybe catchy.